into the Innovation Institute for Fan Experience, X Experience Consortium podcast series. Our guest today is Cheryl Moss, CEO of Guardian Zone. Cheryl, welcome to uh, the podcast series. Wonderful. Thank you, Dr. Lou. I'm glad to be here. And here's interesting. The mission of Guarding Zone is to put safety in every hand of a spectator or a fan, because we're in the fan journey business. Mm-hmm. And uh, how did, did Guardian get started? Well, um, I got my my inspiration for Guardian Zone actually in 2015. There were two different things that inspired me. Um, A lot of people don't know that the uh, terrorist attack um, that actually was in Charleston, South Carolina with Clemente Pinckney at the Mother Emanuel Nine, um, he's actually a family member. Um, He is actually a second cousin. Uh, His grandfather and my grandfather were brothers. Um, And then in that same year, actually four months later, there was the Bataclan Theater and terrorist attack in Paris. And my family, because we are, we, I was a foreign service officer and U.S. diplomat for 25 years, had actually been in that area. And so even though it had been a couple of years before that, my first thought was, wow, we could have been there. And I think what I, it started making me think, what do people do when they go to large events open to the public, and there's an emergency. How do they connect to security? How does security connect to them? And using the using the training that we got in an embassy of everybody participates in security, even our children, um, I came up with the concept of Guardian Zone. Yeah. Well, you know, as I said earlier, when you look at the fan journey, uh, we have discovered there's 196 touch points Mm-hmm. And safety, really, safety, security are the basis of this journey. And uh, so the value is, is ties in with your vision of the Guardian Zone. So what would be your, your the, the real vision you can tell the folks that what you really want to accomplish? What I really want to accomplish is this. In, we need to support our on-site uh, event safety Uh, and security officers, because by supporting them, they then can protect us and keep us safe. But how do we do that? So we have to put safety in every hand. Every spectator, every fan that comes to an event or a festival or a concert has a mobile phone. If we can put a mobile app on that, and that fan, whenever they're in distress, is able to send in real time a message directly to security for them to act upon, then we're helping security. And then then security can turn around and send messages back to the fan, be it directly to the person who sent the incident, or they can send out a mass alert to everyone who has the app because they need to in in an emergency. Well, you're beyond launching. You're really into uh, the phase of uh, reaching out to the profession. Uh, What are some of your goals? My goal is actually actually is to put Guardian Zone, um, it, for it to become um, a tool that is in every um, event emergency operation plan for a festival or a concert or even a stadium um, so that, you know, they're using Guardian Zone. And I want Guardian Zone to be something that people actually look forward to using. We designed it in a way that's not intrusive to the fan, that we protect their privacy, but at the same time, we're giving as much detail and information to security to help them do their job. And at the end of the day, that's really what it's all about. Uh, 
you know, we deal at the Institute with some, uh, well, many schools. Uh, do you see a role for guarding zone at high schools? Yes. Um, actually, we are um, we are in talks and actually about to do a pilot at a high school uh, here in Dallas. And one of the reasons is if we look at actually the example of what happened in Evolde um, during that tragedy um, at the school last year um, or, you know, right before the school got out, the young girl, there was a nine-year-old girl who was on the phone with 911 and she was speaking into the phone. And at that moment, the uh, shooter shot her. And when I looked at that, I said, you know, if that, if, if a school had guardian zone, she could have sent messages directly to the security resource officers and law enforcement who were standing outside the door without even having to speak. That's the difference. That's a significant difference. Significant. And, uh, and what, what are some of the other uniqueness that people might not know about guardian zone uh, that uh, the industry needs to hear? Well, I think there's many things. One of the things that we hear over and over, um, and, and, and it, you know, we know is that there is a shortage of security personnel at a lot of these events. Yeah. And so we see Guardian Zone also uh, as a force multiplier, because for every fan that downloads the mobile app, they are, that, yeah. that's one more set of eyes and ears that can send information to security, be it in reference to, hey, people are, the crowd's moving, somebody's pushing, there's this problem here with the crowd, that information can go directly to security. Um, and, or, you know, unfortunately, thefts, someone's passed out, a medical emergency, or even sexual assault, all that information could be sent directly to security, and then security uses their protocols to respond to it. We're just that communication tool. The other thing is, Dr. Liu, is, because we use geofencing technology, yeah. our, our, our technology can actually, we put a, a geofence around a facility, a venue, um, an open field where there's a festival, a concert. But say for instance, we need to expand that. We can actually expand that geofence further, either into the community or as sometimes we, we've been looking at, how do we expand it to the Miracle Mile? How do we, we expanded far enough out that as people are walking from the, all the different parking lots or from the metro station, that they're already captured within the security perimeter of the of the venue. What comes to my mind is uh, first time users of venues like concerts, you, know, you go to a concert, maybe indoor, outdoor, and most of the people are new to that venue. Look mm -hmm. at the value uh, of, of the the guarding zone could mean to them. They just get the app and then they're connected. Yes. And that's the beauty of it. They, when they walk in, actually, um, they, the, uh, the fan, when they download the app and open it up, what two things happen simultaneously. They get a notification that they are in that zone. And so the zone is not, if it's a concert, the name of the concert pops up. If it's a stadium, the name of the stadium pops up. But at the same time, that fan's information, their cell phone number and their name pops up in the background on security's portal. And so if, if, if that fan comes to that game or that concert or that festival and nothing happens and they come in and they leave, great. They're disconnected between about 30 seconds after they leave the jail fence. However, if an incident happened, and security wants to go out to people who have the app to see if they saw anything, they actually can go back out and send a mass alert to everyone who was in that geofence 
on that date, that time. And that allows them to gather additional witnesses to an event, um, which may help doing litigation if that's necessary. I think this makes it easy for them to consider how using. Yeah. Um, um, one of the things that I think of, of whenever I see a picture of like, say a huge concert yeah. and you've got uh, the mosh pit, right? You've got all those right. people in that pit. Right. And, you know, I, I was talking to some young influencers who have are actually are having communications about safety and security for women at these events or just safety and security in general. Yeah. And one of the things they're saying is, you know, if I need to report somebody and I'm in the middle of that mosh pit, I've got to go like, excuse me, excuse me to like 100 people to go find security. Whereas now, if you use Guardian Zone, if it's outside, they hit the button, uh, the incident button, it goes directly to security, it shows their location in that moss pit, and now they can uh, deploy their officers to respond. Uh, and, this, and this request for a question here is, what challenges do event and venue stakeholders face in trying to use security technology? I think the first thing is they don't know what's out there. That's, that's right. One, that's the first thing. Um, I think the second thing, what I've discovered is sometimes they don't understand how it works, um, um, how easy it is to deploy, how easy it is to deploy, how easy it is to train their staff on, say, for instance, a guardian zone. Um, I also think um, just sometimes lack of communication. Um, and I and when we did our uh, pilot uh, at, a, at an event, um, one of the things that came back was, we didn't realize some of our guards really weren't technolo technologically savvy and they hadn't said anything. So it was kind of a little, you know, tripping to get everybody up on board, but they got them, you know, uh, up on board and, and able to use the technology. But it would have, but that was something that put in my mind like, okay, we have to make our training um, really simple for people because Guardian Zone was designed to be easy to use. Yeah, easy to use for the fan, and also the security dashboard was easy to use for uh, for security. But what we realized is not everybody's at the same level. So we just need to teach them better. But like I said, and also Wi-Fi coverage. If you yeah. are having a pop-up concert or festival um, in the middle of nowhere, um, are you providing any kind of Wi-Fi to your fans? We don't, Guardian Zone doesn't require a lot of Wi-Fi, but it, it does require access to Wi-Fi to be able to use. Yeah, very good. Oh, let me ask this. Uh, why do you think the industry is ready for a solution like Guardian Zone? I think the industry is ready for a solution like Guardian Zone because one, it's really needed. I think, um, and I think that um, when I listen to, it's, it's I just did a, um, a project with some students from the University of Houston on marketing. And it was really interesting because um, one of the persons that was on my team actually was at the Travis Scott concert. And he and he talked to us about his experience. And um, another, uh, another person on our team, her sisters were at that event. And so the younger generation, the people who are going to the festivals and concerts, they're having conversations about their security. They're, they're concerned about their their security. And I think that's why our industry needs to be ready for it because it's needed and I think people want it. And you know, people are unfortunately dying in these mobs. People are being assaulted. People are passing out from 
alcohol poisoning or whatever it is. And so how do we, and we, and at the same time, we still have that problem of being short of security personnel. So Guardian Zone helps you get that information out either before, during, or after an incident. What are people saying about Guardian Zone now out in the industry? Um, actually, every time I talk to someone, especially when I talk to the younger generation or people who are going to events, yeah. they actually like the idea. And I think, you know, sometimes I wonder, you know, kind of pre-COVID, um, people were like, well, this is a nice to have. Um, I think um, we, we've hit our stride because now after COVID, people really want it. People are seeing what the value add of what a technology like this could be. The younger generation, first of all, they're used to using technology. So this is a no brainer. No. Second of all, you know, right now it's all about security and how guardians own use. But, you know, we could be integrated into, say, another app that provides the security. If it's a it's, say, an app for a, a large festival, a concert they don't have a security portion, maybe we can integrate into their app and now they have the security portion. But I think that, as I said, the, the younger generation definitely um, are open to a technology like this. I think now it's trying to get our industry and the people who buy this and who are to understand what it can provide to them. And it, and it really, we do have a duty of care to the people who come to our events and we want them to know that we care and then we want them to see that we care, right? And so that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, very, very well said. All right, now I'm at the point I, I, I wanna purchase the Guardian's own uh, software. What's the pricing look like? Okay. Well, what I always tell people is we're a SaaS, we're a subscription model. Um, yeah. That's how we sell Guardian's own. Um, we are cheaper than our bigger competitors out there. Um, there are certain things that we can do um, because, like I mentioned earlier, we can do pop-up concerts and festivals in the middle of nowhere, and you have we have the technology for that. Um, and you know, the, and the cost, like I said, the cost is competitive and less than our competitors. Listening to our podcast is going to be interesting. So, how do they stay in touch with you, and what's their next step? Um, their next step is they, I mean, we're on LinkedIn, we're on Twitter. Um, they can contact us at info at guardianzone.com. Um, and that's another way. One other thing I I wanted to bring up, Dr. Liu, that's, that's come up in, in, when you were asking about pricing, um, we've had people go, well, how do I pay for this? And so one of the things that I I have mentioned before is people can get sponsors for this. And so if they, if they get a sponsor to, to cover the cost of guardian zone, then that becomes revenue for that event as well. So it will become generated for them because apps are uh, uh, very important to the uh, end user. And I think if, if I'm a sponsor, I would want to reach them through the app. So, yeah, I think, it's going to cost them probably maybe nothing in a sense yeah. that, they, but they're going to get the value that uh, they the, the fans deserve, and uh, certainly the opportunity to have a good event, a seamless event that's got a good safety and security background to it, so that I can enjoy the concert or the game or whatever it may be. And there's no there's no question. And if I remember too, uh, guarding his own. It's a small business, right? It's uh, something you started. And uh, tell us a little bit more how that happened. Yeah, we are a small business. We are a startup. 
Um, we're we're a woman-owned business. We're a minority-owned business. But as I said, you know, after 25 years of living in high threat and high crime countries for my government, um, you know, I was always the lay person in the room. Whenever I sat on the uh, Overseas uh, Security Advisory Council uh, representing Department of Commerce, um, <laughs> all these guys are law enforcement and I'm a civilian. And what I tell people is when you, if you're law enforcement or military, you're used to using guns, you're used to being in those situations, you've been trained. When a situation like that happens and you're just regular Joe Blow or you know Jane, you're gonna panic. You're gonna panic and it's chaos and you're gonna freeze. And anything that can empower those people to be able to send information to security is a plus. And so that's one of the reasons why I got Guardian Zone. Yeah, perfect. Well, look, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if, if you're interested, I want you to visit guardianzone.com. Yes. You can also follow Guardian Zone on LinkedIn and Twitter. Or you can email info at guardianzone.com. So this will give you a chance to visit with uh, Cheryl and uh, take a look, a serious look at the, at the uh, solution, uh, which we're excited about at the uh, consortium level here at the, at the Innovation Institute. So Cheryl, it's been wonderful to spend some quality time with you. Uh, you did a great, terrific job in helping our industry grow. And really, basically, our fans to have a good experience because they know they have an opportunity to reach security if they need it, if they need it, and they don't have to worry about uh, any interference. And that's the beauty of what you've done for us in this profession. So thank you so much, uh, Cheryl. Thank you, Dr. Liu. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye.